All right, guys. I got to say, Wednesday's my favorite night of the week, and it's because of you guys. Uh, I love being here with you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. But we're going to do something a little different this month. As you see, we've got a couch. We got, like, we're going to do like a Maury Povich type deal, like Kevin Stout. You are the father. I think it's going to be kind of fun. Uh, but we are going to bring on some people on stage uh, each week this month uh, who have answered God's call in their life. You see, answer the call. We believe that God has a call on every one of your lives. And you might be wondering what that is or what does God want me to do or how do I even know what God wants me to do? How do I hear from him? So we invited some different people. So it's not me. I'm going to be on stage with some prepared, prepared questions for them. Um, we're just going to kind of navigate through their life and through their ministry a little bit. And we're going to start it off with our Spanish pastor, Miles City Espanol's pastor and his wife. Let's give a big drive welcome to Oscar and Ruby Luna. Come on up, guys. Hey, hey. Happy Cinco de Mayo, guys. Oscar is my office mate. Uh, he and I share the big giant desk down here in the, in the office. There's six desks just for me and Oscar. We each get three, right? So uh, I don't know if that makes us more special or less that they put us down here. What do you think? I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a big spot just for you and me. Right. But I love, you know, it's just, I mean. Being that close. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think this is the opportunity <laughs> to spend time you and me together. I agree. Yeah. All days. Me and Oscar are getting to be, we're best buds, you guys. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> me and Oscar are best buds because we have no choice but to be. But hey, here's what we're going to do. We've got some questions we're going to put on the screen, and we're going to hear from these guys because they've been here for a few months now uh, yes, at Miles City. Almost A few eight. months in Michigan, but we're going to hear their story, how they came here, how they came to Miles City, how they came to Michigan. They've been all over the place, and uh, we're gonna, I'm just going to ask the questions and let these guys talk a little bit. So our first question we want to start with is, why don't you guys tell us about how you came to know Christ and uh, your story of meeting him? Ladies first. <laughs> Hi, guys. I am Ruby Luna, for those who don't know me. Hi. Um, well, we like you said, we've only been here for seven months, I think. We're, we used to live in Texas. Um, so it's only been a couple of months full of snow and cold, and we're loving it. But um, so first question, when did you become? So I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I've been, you know, my family, um, they brought us, you know, Kalina Church and everything. Um, but I think coming to Christ where, where I really um, made Jesus my, my Jesus was when I was 18. 18, yes. Um, I grew up in church, but, you know, obviously uh, after high school, I think I spent like a year kind of away from from God and church, and then right, I remember right at 18, no, 19, I'm sorry, 19, um, that's when I, I really, really decided to, you know, follow Jesus with all my heart. Hey, guys, my name is Oscar Luna. So uh, my history is, like, similar, like Ruby, but today Ruby is Ruby going to translate uh, to me because... Uh, I'm more fluent in Spanish, but um, so let me, let me, let switch me, over. Let me, yeah, let me switch. So, uh, yo crecí en una, en una casa, en un hogar cristiano. I grew cuando, up in a Christian home. Cuando tenía alrededor de siete años, mi papá comenzó a pastorear una iglesia. When I was seven years old, my dad uh, became a pastor of a church. Eh, así que crecí muy expuesto a la verdad. So, I was very exposed to the truth of God, you know, the gospel. Mis papás me enseñaron... 
un buen camino. My parents, eh, they taught me, you know, a good path. Ellos me enseñaron el poder de la oración. The power of prayer. Ellos me enseñaron cómo orar. How to pray. Recuerdo que me enseñaron a orar por las mañanas. They taught me, um, you know, to pray in the morning. Por las noches. And then at night. Eh, y todo, todo fue bueno hasta mis 16 años. Everything was going good until like I was 16. Cuando tenía 16 años, todo comenzó a cambiar en mi vida. When I was 16, everything started to change in my life. Comenzó a cambiar mi carácter. Eh, my character started to change. Eh, comenzó a cambiar mi gusto. Oh, the things I used to like. Comenzó a cambiar mis amistades my friendship started to change eh, todo Everything. mi escuela my school todo todo comenzó a cambiar y eh, comencé a dejar esos principios que me habían enseñado and I started to forget those values that you know I was taught y bueno me alejé de Dios and, alrededor de dos años and I drifted away from God like about two years y bueno me di cuenta que todo lo bueno había sucedido cuando estaba junto a Él Until I came to realize that everything that good that happened was when I was close to God. Así que decidí volver cuando tenía 18 para conocerle de una manera diferente. So I returned to God when I was 18, you know, to know him at, in a different way. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, it's not a question on the screen. Where did you grow up, Oscar? I'm sorry? Where did you grow up? Uh, I, I grew up in Mexico all my life. Uh, yo crecí en México toda mi vida. I came here when I was... 21, I think so. When I was 21. So I was born in Mexico, um, but when I was three, I became I came to Texas and I I grew up there. And since you know, I was cool. listening to you guys' stories, like we live in a big world. Obviously, we live far away, but like your our stories are similar. So I mean, yeah. people everywhere are the same, even though we speak different languages and things like that. And God loves us all just the same. So it's so cool to have people who grew up in a different part of the world know the same God and come to the same God in kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. Same thing, I was 18 years old and I drifted as well, so it's kind of cool to hear that. But we got a next question is, um, obviously you guys came to know Christ, but now you're answering that call, you're starting the Spanish-speaking church, Mile City Espanol. So how have you answered God's call in your life? Explain what Mile City Espanol is to us. And was there a moment where you knew, like, this is what I need to do, or was it a lot of little things that led up to it? You... You wanna... Let me go first. Um, so, growing up, like I said, I you know I always used you know I grew up in church, so I used to go a lot to um, our youth camps, um, which are amazing. So when I was 15, I remember I went to a youth camp for my church, and um, I remember the person that was speaking there just prayed on me, and. Um, I don't know, something just changed. Like, I got a passion for missions. That's, I love uh, missions. Um, so I, I knew that I wanted to do something in the ministry. I just didn't know what at the time, but I knew something. And I think that's when God, God started putting it in my heart. Um, you know, living, you know, for him and then doing something in the ministry. Um, and after that, it wasn't like something that came like, you know, it, it just things started to happen like here and there and this and you know where it just everything started lining up until where we're at now yo creo que lo que más le gusta a Rubí de los viajes misioneros es viajar I'm not going to say that no say <laughs> he says that um, <laughs> what I like most about mission trips is to travel which is and not true and the different food and the different food so. part of it is true but no <laughs> uh, 
So, yo confirmé, comencé a confirmar mi llamado eh, desde que era pequeño. So I started to, you know, see my calling since I was young. Yeah. Uh, cuando creces en una iglesia, todo el mundo te dice lo que vas a hacer en el futuro. When you grow up in church, or, and especially a pastor's kid, you, everybody tells you uh, what you're going to be in the future, or what you should be in the future. Yeah. Dios te va a mandar a, a las naciones. God's going right. to send you yeah. to the, all the nations. Yeah. ¿Nadie les han dicho eso todavía? Huh. Any of y'all, anybody told y'all that before? Yeah, back there. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> How old are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So, but, pero olvidé todo eso cuando fui creciendo. But you know, growing up, I forgot about all of that that was spoken to me. Olvidé todas esas cosas que habían puesto en mi vida. Y bueno, el Señor volvía a tocar a recordarme ese llamado cuando tenía más planes en mi vida. So God reminded me again um, when I had more plans in my life. Entonces siempre creo que Dios tiene el ya, hace el llamado a nuestras vidas como una llamada en el cine. I think that God calls us whenever, like whenever you're at the movie theater and your phone rings. Nadie quiere contestar una llamada no, en el cine. Nobody wants to answer the phone when they're in the movie theater. Y a veces siento que así es el llamado de Dios en and, nuestra vida. And, some, and I feel like God's calling is like that in our lives. Nos llama cuando tenemos más planes. He calls us whenever we have more plans. Estamos pensando en nuestra carrera. We're thinking about our career. Estamos pensando en nuestro futuro. We're thinking about our future. Eh, pero no estamos pensando en su plan. But we're not thinking about his plan. Y ahí fue donde Dios me llamó. And that's where God called me. Yo estaba haciendo demasiados planes. I was making so many plans. Y ninguno me salía bien. Okay. Y ninguno me salía oh, and bien. Nothing, and none of them was coming out right. Y decía, gracias, Señor, porque estás quitando las cosas de mi vida. And I would say, thank you, God, because you're taking things away. Que no deben de estar. That shouldn't be there. Pero cuando eso sucede muy seguido. But when that happens constantly. Llegas a la pregunta y dices, Señor, ¿qué quieres que haga para come, ti? You come to the question where you ask God, okay, God, what is it that you want me to do? Y ahí fue donde recordé eh, que mi pasión era plantar iglesias. And that's where, you know, God reminded me that my passion is to plant churches. Y aquí estoy. And here I am. That's awesome. So now you guys are here with us. We're so excited for that. Um, hit us with some numbers. Um, so the Spanish-speaking community in this area, about how many people are there? Do we know? Around, like... Mile City? Mile City. Mile City area, yeah. Uh, we make a search, I think last year, and it was like 7,000 families around, 10 miles around. Wow. So 7,000 families within 10 miles yeah. of this campus. Yeah. Spanish. So we have a lot of work, guys. Wow. I, yeah. Maybe it's like naive of me, but like when I think of missions, because I grew up in America, I always think of going to other parts of the world, and you guys are coming to my backyard because there's a mission field right here. It's really, really cool. So, yeah. um, so it's awesome you guys answered that call, but one of the questions we have is, how do you know when it's God that's calling you to do something? Because, you know, you might feel that call, but it's like, for you, how did you know, like, it was God and not just like, well, this is what I want to do? Or what would you tell a student who is unsure of what God wants? Your first word. Yo creo que todos tenemos... Un llamado. I think we all have a calling. El llamado es la gran comisión. Which is a great commission. Todos tenemos el llamado a hacer discípulos, enseñarles y bautizarles. We all have the, you know, the commission to, you know, teach about Jesus, baptize them, and la share the gospel. La pregunta es cómo lo vamos a hacer. The question is how are we going to do it? Desde dónde lo vamos a hacer? From where are we going to do it? A lo mejor 
Dios te está llamando a trabajar como psicólogo. Maybe God's calling you to work as a psychologist. Y ese va a ser tu área de influencia para hacerlo. And that's going to be your area, like, you know, your area of influence. Tal vez Dios te está llamando a hacerlo como doctor y así lo va a hacer. Maybe, you know, God's calling you to be a doctor and that's how he's going to do it. Pero en cada cosa que hacemos, But in tiene, we do, tiene que estar el llamado de Dios dentro. The calling of God is in there. Ahora, pero... Hay tres cosas que, que tenemos que ver cuando Dios nos está llamando a algo. Y la primera que tienes que hacer es analizar ese llamado. First is you analyze the calling. La segunda cosa que tienes que hacer es confirmar ese llamado, que, ver cómo la gente que está alrededor de ti confirma ese llamado. Y la tercera Espera para ver cómo Dios respaldará ese llamado. Entonces, si lo quieres poner en una frase, sería analiza el llamado, confirma el llamado a través de la iglesia y espera que Dios respalde ese llamado. Es como lo es como lo viro. I mean, it's my perspective, my personal perspective. Yeah. Uh. So, this is like the easy part. I, you know, like this is this is where it's easy, where we just get yeah. to sit and talk. But ministry is not always easy, and following God's not always easy. And sometimes it actually gets really, really hard. So one question is, and you can get as personal as you want, or just whatever. Um, what are some obstacles you guys have faced in terms of? Where you're at now versus, you know, trying to get here or, you know, what are some roadblocks that you've hit? Sometimes yeah. where it's just really, really hard. And, you know, for any students who might be here tonight, like, they want to follow God, but it's just really hard. What would you say to them in terms of how to get over that hump? You want to say something? So, I think for everything, there's obstacles. Um, and just staying focused, I think that's one thing that has helped me um, Moving here for me at the beginning was really hard. I mean, I have, I grew up in Texas. My whole family's in Texas, my friends, um, you know, church family, everybody's there. And coming here to, a, you know, to, to where you, I really didn't know anybody. Um, it was hard at the beginning. And I remember talking to, I think it was Oscars, telling him I would have to constantly remind myself to see the bigger picture. Um, Because if I focused on the small picture, then I, I could, you know, I would be depressed or, you know, I would lose focus. So just focusing on the bigger picture, it's, um, for me, that's what's helped me. Uh, I, remember, I remember when I was 16, cuantas cosas perdí. Um, I remember when I was 16, I lost so many things. Cuánto pude detener el propósito de Dios en mi vida? How much I delayed God's purpose in my life. Entonces, yo creo que el mayor obstáculo muchas veces es nuestra propia voluntad. So I think the biggest obstacle a lot of times is our own will. Es nuestra propia voluntad porque cuando estuve lejos del Señor me di cuenta. Because when I was far from God, I, no, I noticed. Que nadie es tan poderoso como para eh, cambiar el propósito de Dios. Pero sí podemos retrasarlo. Can, 
pause it or keep it from moving forward. Cuando no rendimos nuestra voluntad completamente a él. When we don't do his will. So yo creo que una de las cosas so one of the things que podemos eh, cuidar es nuestra propia voluntad. That we can, you know, rendirnos completamente a él. Take care is, you know, our own will and then just, you know, surrender everything to him. De lo contrario, yo voy a ser el el, el obstáculo número uno Because otherwise I'm going to be my own obstacle. que retrase su, su, su perfecto plan. No sé si ustedes caught that at the beginning of his answer he said I remember when I was 16 and in English and then he went to Spanish. <laughs> did you know that you did that? This is uh, yeah. Yeah, he does that to me in the office like quite a bit. <laughs> so he'll be like Mr. Jordan, how are you? I'm just and then it's just Spanish. I'm like I lost you, Oscar. I don't know. <laughs> so, Sorry. It's okay, but I, I like it. You know, uh, you're you're in a. This is my Spanglish. <laughs> Spanglish. Yeah, there you go. But I, I, I love working with him, and um, I love working alongside you. And we've got some stuff we're working on together with students as well as the Spanish church. Um, we're excited about that, and you're one of those people that have encouraged me. And our next question is, who are some people that have helped you shape your faith? Uh, because I think we all need someone, like a mentor or something like that. You every day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, for me, it was my, my parents, you know, my, my parents, um, because they brought me, you know, I grew up, you know, in, knowing Christ. But um, the, I think the most main one was... Um, my leaders back in uh, Texas, my, my pastors, um, they just believed in us. Um, so they're, they're a huge part of, of why we're here. Yo creo que mi papá. My dad. Mi pastor, mi previo pastor. My pastor back, um, previous pastor. Y ahora sigo creciendo demasiado con el equipo de Mile City también. Ha sido increíble. It's been incredible. Yeah. Awesome. I think we got, I think we got two more. So we have people that we lean on, but of course we have the word of God to lean on. So in your guys' life, what are some scripture passages that you might want to share with our students that like uh, have helped your relationship with Christ? Like, you have any life's verses that are yeah. yours? You know. I don't have a good memory, so that, that's why I have my tablet. <laughs> But um, cuando estoy, cuando me siento, cuando me siento indigno. When I feel unworthy. Uh, al cumplir mi llamado. To um, fulfill my calling. Me recuerda Filipenses 1.6. I remember Philippians 1.6. Donde dice el apóstol Pablo que él está convencido Where the Apostle Paul says he's convinced que el mismo Dios que nos llamó that the same God that called us nos seguirá capacitando para hacer la buena obra a la que nos ha llamado. He'll, um, uh, <laughs> que el Dios que nos llamó I know, I'll just pull it up, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to... Philippians 1, 6. Verse 6. Let me get it for you guys. Hold on. Reinforce one more time, Oscar. <laughs> I forget, but you know my verses in English. You have it in English? No, not yet. Um. 
Okay, I found it. Okay, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The next one, cuando me siento incapaz. When I feel like um, I can't do it. Cuando tengo demasiadas dudas. When I have a lot of doubt. Me recuerda Jeremías 33.3. I remember Jeremiah 33.3. Clama a mí, yo te responderé. Y te enseñaré cosas grandes y ocultas que no conoces. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Cuando me siento incapaz de mi llamado. When I feel like I can't do my calling. Cuando me siento descalificado de mi llamado. That I don't qualify. Me recuerda en Primera de Corintios. Uh, dice, pero Dios escogió lo insensato del mundo para avergonzar a los sabios. I remember 1 Corinthians. Let me see if I get it here. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you, therefore you do not lack any spiritual gifts as you are eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. So, esos son mis tres pasajes Those are my, preferidos. Yeah. Those are my favorite three passages. And you? Yeah. I, have, I have two that I always go to. So, Jeremiah 29, 11, which is where I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, yeah. plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And then also Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's awesome. I would encourage all you guys to find a verse that just means a lot to you and stick to that, memorize that, learn that. And pray it every day. Praying scripture is important, you know. Um, hey, we got one more question. And uh, I'm on stage a lot here on Wednesday nights, so I think they sometimes they might get sick of me. And since you guys are here, uh, I'm going to ask the question, and I'm going to leave the stage and let you guys just kind of take over for a couple minutes. Uh, we wrote these questions thinking about what we'd like to hear from you. Uh, but the question is, what are some things you'd like to share with us? And just share your heart with us a little bit. So. Uh, chicos, ¿Cuántos saben que hoy es 5 de mayo? No, hoy no. How many of you guys know that 5 de mayo is on Friday? Miércoles 3 de mayo. So, básicamente lo que celebramos en México. So, basically what we celebrate in Mexico. Fue una batalla que ganaron los mexicanos. Was a battle that Mexico won. En Puebla. Puebla. Con un ejército menor. With a smaller army que el ejército francés. Los mexicanos celebramos que ese día con pocos soldados ganamos una guerra muy importante, una invasión muy importante. Algunos comentaristas dicen que en el 5 de mayo May the fifth. Las personas que pelearon. The people that fought. No todos eran militares. They weren't military people. Muchos de ellos eran campesinos. A lot of them were farmers. Y respondieron con lo único que tenían en su mano. And they showed up with the only thing they had in their hands or in their possessions. 
Mientras que el ejército francés tenía las mejores armas. When, you know, the French army, they had the best weapons. Eh, ellos eran campesinos y solamente tenían alguna, algún cuchillo. These people were um, farmers, so they had, you know, like pitchforks. And y así fue como ganaron la guerra. And that's how they won the war. Para nosotros en nuestro vocabulario de fe. For us in our, you know, vocabulary of faith. Dios es experto en enseñarnos. God is an expert to show us lo mucho que puede hacer con poco. how much he can do with a little bit. Y mientras estábamos hablando de qué es el obstáculo más grande and while we were talking what was the, what's the biggest obstacle que puede tener tu llamado that can you know, stop your calling es no poner a sus pies lo poco que tienes. It's not putting at his feet the little that you have in your hands. Muchas veces decimos Señor úsame a lot of times we say, God, use me. Pero necesito esto. But I need this. Pero necesito aquello. But I need that. Y solamente necesitas lo que tienes en tu mano. And the only thing you need is what God has placed in your hands. Y yo quiero que te preguntes, ¿qué tienes en tu mano And I want you to ask yourself, what do you have in your hands right now? ¿Qué dones Dios ha puesto el día what de hoy en tu vida? What gifts has God put in your hands? Y piensa, ¿los estás usando? And think about it, are you using them? Porque ahí está tu llamado. Así como los mexicanos. Just like, you know, the Mexicans. Ese día respondieron. That day they answered. A pelear. You know, to fight. Con lo que tenían. What they had in their hands. Yo creo que nosotros también tenemos el desafío de comenzar. We have um, also that. Um, a servir. A servir con lo que tenemos. To continue with what we have. Así es de que yo te quiero invitar a que comiences a analizar. I want you to start thinking and analyzing. ¿Qué tienes en tu mano? What do you have in your hands? Y si quieres comienza a cerrar tus ojos. If you want to close your eyes. Y comienza a pedirle a Dios que te muestre. God, ¿Qué ha puesto en tu mano? What have you placed in my hands? Yo no sé, posiblemente tienes un talento que aún no conoces. You, you might have gifts that you still don't know that you have. Comienza a pedirle revelación al Señor para que te start, muestre start God to them to you, ese talento. To those gifts to you. Comienza a orar ahí en tu lugar. Right there where you're at, just start praying. Padre, Father, el día de hoy queremos poner a tus pies feet, lo que tenemos con nosotros. Tú eres quien lo puede usar. Tú eres quien lo puede multiplicar. Y tú eres quien lo puede perfeccionar. And you're the one that can make it perfect. Señor, reconocemos que no somos perfectos. God, we know we're not perfect. Pero que en tu poder. But in your power. Cada día somos perfeccionados. Every day you do the perfect work in us. Te pedimos que sigas trabajando en nosotros. We ask you to continue to do the work in us. Para encontrar tu maravilloso propósito. So we can know what your purpose is. 
Padre, te pido por cada uno de los estudiantes que están aquí, Señor. God, I ask for all of the students that are in this place. Yo creo que ellos son el futuro de la iglesia. I believe they're the future of the church. Yo creo que ellos van a causar un impacto. I believe they're going to do a big impact. Yo creo que tú vas a usar su vida. I believe you're going to use their lives. Yo creo que tú conoces ya su futuro. I believe you already know their future. Pero te pido, Señor, que los guardes. I ask you, God, to just guard them. Guarda su corazón. Guard their hearts. Guarda su mente. Guard their minds. Levántalos como, levántalos como linternas, Señor. Rise them up as lanterns. En esta sociedad. In this society. En esta sociedad que necesita tanto de ti. In this society that needs so much of you. Padre, te damos gracias por este momento. Father, we thank you for this moment. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Aplauso al Señor. Thank you guys.